Hello there, Raymond. Bobby, how are you? Doing just fine. How are you? Did I fake you out with the uh, Richard uh, email that I sent you? You did. Thank you. Hold you on. did, yes. Try to keep you on your toes. But I was very impressed with your professionalism. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're kind yeah. of weird. This is going to be a very positive show, and I'm very glad because Richard has been very mean to me the past couple of weeks. So seeing this and having your positive vibes only right now is just going to be a breath yeah, of fresh air. You, what is it that's that's gotten him so uh, so feisty with you? I think he's coming to the realization that Megan Rapino is retiring, so it's like finally coming together. Like this is it. I, that's why he's not with us tonight. I think he's going to a retirement ceremony over there in Colorado for some sort of Rapino night or something. So it's all yeah. coming together. I think it's finally hit him. that. Yeah, he's very big into Rapino, and I think it's finally come together. Like, all right, this is it. He keeps bringing yeah, no, it up. And it, yeah, he's very pro Rapino, and I don't understand it, but. To each yeah, his own. To each his own body. Of course. No. I, yeah. Absolutely. I, we're not casting aspersions. We're just um, pointing no. this out. We're just pointing it out. That's. I mean, if the listeners are wondering why he's been so angry, that's, that's why. Reason. And that's why he's not here tonight. Just me, Plus, and you, baby. Not to mention he has crabs. Well, I mean, we didn't want to go there, but Bill's mom is a filthy whore. But so you get what you get, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, Bobby, why don't we start the show off with some opening takes and allow me to give it the floor to you? Certainly. Yeah, my, my opening take is this. It was a um, I don't know how exciting uh, 53-man roster cutdowns are in the rest of the league. And not to say that the Patriots was particularly exciting, but there was a lot of strange things that happened. I don't know if you saw just recently the Patriots claimed Matt Carell off waivers to be the backup quarterback. So another strong fuck you to Zappi. Um, Did you see the other signing too? Did you see the other signing too? No, what's the other they, one? They signed Jalen Rager uh, to the practice squad today. Unbelievable. So yeah, they're making moves left and right. They, they, that practice squad could be right. very good. Yeah, yeah. And this, this, this goes into my point. I think one thing that's nice about the Patriots is they kind of, uh, when something goes wrong or when something doesn't work, they pivot and they try and get there to to do something. So that's what this flurry of moves is this week. The trade for two tackles. Now they're they're trying to upgrade the quarterback. They're they're signing uh, receivers. It, it it shows that the plans that they have they're resting on their laurels thinking uh we can get whoever offensive lineman we have. We have Dante Scarnecchia. Oh wait, he's not there. Okay, yeah, we could we could do all these other things on offense. Well, wait, we got Brady. Oh wait, he's not there. And so now, right before the beginning of the season, it appears to be a bit of a scramble just to kind of get all these things together. And um, quite frankly, I, I I don't know how these moves are going to work. And we'll we'll discuss that a little bit further in the, as we get it through here. But um, 53 is set and there has been a flurry of moves. Yeah, it seems like they're pushing the panic button there, Bobby. And obviously that we're going to be talking a lot of Patriots since uh, opening night is a week away from tonight as we record Thursday night. So uh, oh, a yes. lot of things are going down. So uh, my opening take is, is that something that's been swept under the rug and no one's talking about it is our $300 million man, Jalen Brown, going across seas to play in the big three tournament exhibition with Ice Cube. Are you fucking kidding me? Why this hasn't gotten big news? Why are we letting a $300 million man travel overseas to play in this stupid exhibition tournament where he could have torn it at ACL or Achilles or something bad could have happened to him after he just signed this massive deal because that's the kind of luck the Celtics team has had? I am so pissed that no one's talking about this. And if Rich was here, he'd probably say, it's fucking stupid. Why are we even talking about it? Because you just signed the richest contract in NBA history and you just went across seas to play in a stupid fucking tournament. 
dumb. And he actually played because he had nine points and some, uh, I think, five rebounds or he something. So he really gave it his all in that game. He gave it his all, <laughs> but still, he was there. And something bad could have happened. We've had the bad juju lately with the uh, yep. uh, Celtics players going down, especially across seas. So, yeah, I wasn't happy to see that. And we'll talk about that later on as well. Uh, for the show today, we have, obviously, the Pats 53-man roster is set. Uh, we'll be talking more about the Jalen Brown playing in the big three. Shohei, Shohei Otani injured, and the Angels are idiots. I don't know if you've been keeping up with baseball because you're the biggest baseball guy I know, Bobby, but we're going to spend a few t- minutes on that, and obviously we'll end the show with Simplest Minds of the Week. For Friday's headline, September 1st, let's get into it. And as always, we are sponsored by Shank It Golf. Uh, go to Shank It Golf for all your golf apparel, for great uh, golf shirts, T-shirts, ball markers, uh, ball uh Club covers, whatever that you want, they have it. If you when you go to checkout, use the promo code Simple Minds and get fifteen percent off on all of your orders. That is ShankItGolf.com. Bobby, I throw it to you. All right, so Where's yours. We won't go through the whole roster here, obviously, but just a couple quick things. One quarterback. I think we're the only team that actually has one quarterback on the initial 53, two running how, backs. How did he feel before you go any further? How do you think Mac Jones felt going into the quarterback room the next day after all these cuts were made? And it was just like... I, uh, I can't um, imagine that he was... He's never liked Bill Belichick anymore than this day when he came in. Oh, and uh, then he saw that Zap Daddy got cut. And then he's back on the practice squad the next day. So he knows he now makes much less of whatever he made half a third i don't know he wasn't making that much before but mac jones could he he's never liked bill anymore no no i totally agree with you that was just crazy to me i saw the meme of uh remember the final uh episode of fresh prince of bel-air when will smith's in there all alone in the big living room all the furniture's gone and he's just like standing with his hands in his pocket that's how it was probably mac jones just standing there like yep i did this i did all of this i'm by myself now baby I mean, this is probably one of Max' better moments where he can feel Max. Like you come into a training camp with Mac Jones, you get fucking cut. That's what happens. Cam Newton's first. Now you zappy. He's like nobody competes against Mac and wins. Alabama Mac. I said I'm going back to Alabama Mac. Nobody beats me. Crazy. (laughs) I can't believe that shit. I can't believe he's all by himself. I know. Well, well, now we will. Now he's got Matt Carell as a on the roster, which is, I guess, Zappy is uh, he might be hanging out on the practice squad a little bit more. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand the whole uh, idea of just letting him go. I mean, yeah, he looked great last year. This preseason, he looked like shit. But you got a makeshift offensive line that was protecting him that Bobby, you could have probably rushed to the quarterback through that offensive line. It was a ballsy move doing that like literally they could have i don't think i would have ever seen them flat out cut where they they could literally only have one quarterback on the roster like if somebody else had waived them and i get there were reports that other teams had made offers for him to after he cleared waivers to go to the practice squad and he ultimately chose to stay because kind of they had him by the balls so but i mean ultimately either way it looks like the patriots were still gonna look to get somebody else anyway so they really don't like that guy yeah i don't think you have it on here any further but their options that they were saying was like Colt McCoy, Carson yep. Wentz. Uh, who was the other guy, the other veteran that they were talking? Uh, yeah, Will Greer, Nick Foles, Chase. There we Daniel. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they had, they did have some uh, guys that they could have got, but oh yeah, there it is, right there. But yeah, they could have made a run at someone else, but I guess they're gonna rely on Zappy and Cunningham and yeah. now the new signees. So yeah. 
Sorry, we, keep going. No, no, it's all right. So just with that, so same thing, two running backs. They got a whole gaggle of offensive linemen. And then the defense is the defense. That's obviously the strength of the unit. They There's have no 11, goals. 11 gaggles of offensive linemen. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of fucking guys. You know why? Because the panic button has been hit in Foxborough. Yeah. They know they fucked up and not addressing that earlier in the yeah. season. And they had to go out and get these guys. I mean, you have Cole Strange, who was injured. David Andrews, injured. Michael Owenu, injured. You know, coming off injuries big time. Trent Brown, is he fat? Is he going to play? Does he want money? What, what's going to happen there? So there's a lot of questions that that fucking offensive line going into week one. Well, and it begs the question, too. Would they have cut Zappy? Because they obviously had to keep these now two extra players on the 53. Would they have cut him? If they didn't have to do that, would they have just left him on the roster and then maybe just acquired uh, Corral in a different way? But they also had to do it because a move that isn't surprising, uh, Tyquan Thornton immediately goes on to IR for Mm -hmm. where he likes, where he, he is. I mean, spends the beginning of the second season. The only time he's like, actually, so he got tackled in that one preseason game, broke his collarbone and then fell. And then now I, whatever his undisclosed injury is, and has to miss another month. So things don't look good for him there. And you know, he's not going to come back in four weeks either. You know, it's going to be longer than four weeks. I know. It's yeah. it's a lost cause. I had hope coming into the season that he'd be something. Yeah. But at this point, it's just like, I mean, just I hope that one of the two six round rookies can produce. Which is why I think Bill went out and got Jalen Rager and put him on the practice squad yeah. because they, they know that this guy is not going to work out. So they have to have more I know, insurance. He's, fl- he's flamed out in two places. So, yeah, now he's here on the practice squad. So, I mean, whatever. Because, yeah, Bill's, I, a, I mean, Bill's, a, Bill's a wide receiver whisperer. So, obviously, he can bring these guys over and make yeah. them superstar. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So there's some reinforcements there. So, Ray, you see the 53 here. What, how do you feel about these guys in the uh, running up against the Eagles in week one? So I defensively wise, I mean, obviously we're going to compete. I think we're a top five defense in the league. It's the offensive line that scares me. You're playing the Eagles, who are probably a top three defense in the league. They got that kid from Alabama. You're going to know him because he's Bobby Bukaki, obviously. But who's that kid they signed? They got. The uh, that def- the that the Eagles got, yeah. I think you're thinking uh from Georgia, yes. Uh, Jalen Carter, yes, that boy. And they got Jalen hey. Carter. They got Nolan Smith. They got Nicobe Dean from last year. Um, I can't think of there's another like big name player on defense. They no, but that Jalen Carter guy. They showed yeah, the him the preseason. He just freaking went right through and just he's going to be a problem week one. I would see the Eagles getting a lot of sacks if this makeshift offensive line is out there. And Mac Jones is going to look like shit. I think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think the hangover is going to start week one, maybe it's week two for the uh, Super Bowl uh, losers. Like you usually see, you know how they always fail out uh, after losing the Super Bowl. So I think the Eagles are going to dominate on the defensive side of the ball and just make mm-hmm. Mac's life a living hell. How would you feel? This is how I, in, in trying to be positive about the team, how would you feel if there was just an addition of two players and one doesn't have to be a name? Let's just call it a starting caliber right tackle, an average NFL starting right tackle. And then the rest of the offensive line is Onwenu, Andrews, Cole Strange, Trent Brown. And let's say they signed Hopkins. How do you feel about the team now? Oh, I'd be pretty confident going into week one. And I agree with you. I'd I'd have some excitement. So I think of it in that instance. It's so it's like if they're two players away from you being confident on offense, and I'm I'm with you on the defense. They're fine. They'll be good. They yeah, won't be the reason they lose games. No. So I I just think to myself, if 
uh, out of the those 11 offensive linemen, if they can find five of them, that one of them can be a competent right tackle, whether it's moving on way new to right and then figuring out the guard position, because that's probably easy. That solves half of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're not going to get DeAndre Hopkins, but if they can find a way to move the ball on offense, so then maybe they got something. I mean, trust me, I don't think that they're going to win the game, but I'd rather play the Eagles week one than week eight. I just wonder this weird shit happens. Oh, I totally agree. But you didn't really see Mac in this offense at all after that uh, preseason game two because he almost got killed because the offensive line sucks. So they were like, oh, fuck, we can't put him out there. So we we really haven't seen what this offense is capable of doing because they haven't been out there. We haven't seen anything. No. Know. So we it, haven't it, seen a thing. And, we, and we've been hearing a lot that Bill's been uh, keeping stuff like Pop Douglas. He didn't want to put him out there because he knows what he has. They don't want people getting that, tape on him. It's just like. That I get it, but they need, That's they, need pre- they need to play. They need the game situations. So they yeah, can exactly. Get, you mean you know? to tell me that this six-round rookie is so good, that this player is so good that everybody passed on him that he, he would not benefit from reps? Like, I, I just I don't understand that thinking. That makes no sense. Wasn't he the heir apparent to Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle? One of those LSU guys. He was supposed to be like the heir apparent. But then You're he talking about a, Booty. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Booty. No, no, yeah, yeah, booty. You know, well, no, he. Yeah, booty. That's is... what he was after his freshman season. He was, he was that level of a recruit. He was that high. I'm talking about Demario Douglas. Yeah, like you're Pop saying because they yeah. were saying that Pop Douglas, like you say, was um that they're hide they're they're hiding him. Mm. Like I, he can't be that good that you gotta hide him. Like he he needs like he needs reps. He needs time. Like what's he even really like? What can he really do? What's like, the chemistry? That's what we're... What's the yeah, chemistry? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't That's know. Crazy. It'll it'll be interesting. Um, if I had to pick a score for the game, I would pick Eagles twenty seven, Patriots twenty. Um, you think the Patriots got to put up twenty points on that defense? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I don't done. think it's, it's going to look I'm throwing the positive good. vibes out right now, and I'm just going to be real because I'm being realistic, and I'm fucking rich who's got a Super Bowl aspirations for this team. Yeah, no fucking way. Let's yeah. be real. This team, if they score twenty points, I'd be shocked. I mean, they scored 20 points plenty of times last year doing stupid shit. They're going to have their full complement of offense. I mean, I I just I, I think the defense will give them possessions. I, I think they'll be able to. I mean, we're talking two touchdowns, two field goals here over, you know, I think what's an average 11 possessions, something like that. So it it, 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 it isn't crazy, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they're winning this game. I, I, I think their their goal for this game is to figure out their defense, make sure that looks good and, and come out of this week with their best offensive line and with whatever works on offense, knowing what they can and can't do. So that way they can, you know, get W's against two division opponents after that. So that's kind of, that's kind of my lead in. How do you feel about this team here looking up against dolphins and jets? Oh, and three pitchers be on three going. Oh, and four. come on. They're not three going to be four. Three. Dolphins have a way better defense than they did last year. Tua does not have a scrambled brain going into the uh, early matchups this year. So I think Tua is going to be really good. And then the Jets, I mean, they're the darling right now. If Aaron Rodgers Fuck can the go the Jets. I think literally if they lose, I think the Jets season is is such a teeter, is such a top. I think that Bills game is everything. I think if they start off 0-1 and Rodgers gets bum-rushed by the Bills all game, that it's just going to spiral from there. I think Okay, so what happens is let's, let's, let's play the opposite effect of that. What if they go out there and smash the shit out of the Bills? I think, oh, oh, oh I think if they do, I think they'll be front runners all season. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's literally it's it's that. Is that crazy that week one that has that kind of implication that like 
Yes. If they go out there and lose the fucking, you could probably kiss the season goodbye for the Jets and all that fucking yeah. high horse that everyone's that riding start, right now. You know, they'll be at like one and two, two and four, and then Rodgers will just lose interest. Yeah. But I just do, think that's what will happen. If they can go four and oh, out of the way, you got them going what? Oh, when, do, when do they get their first one? When do you got them going? Like one and five? Let's see. The Patriots I'm talking about now. I, I know who you're talking about. Let's, uh, I got to pull it up real quick, the schedule. I'll well, tell they you got when the they... Cowboys. I know the Cowboys are week four. Loss. Oh, you are just, <laughs> you are so salty. I don't know. I mean, again, another great defense. They're the best defense in the league. If you look at the rankings right now, all they're projected to be the best defense. So I, I don't think they're going to win that game. I think it, and that Saints, Saints, that's their first win. October 8th. Four. Yeah, I don't. One yeah, and four. I, I don't have that. At least with the, the thing about the Patriots division, every team has a great defensive line and a shitty offensive line. So they're all in the same thing. Now, trust me. I mean, but they have better quarterbacks, too. Yeah, fuck Tua. Tua is he's he's a scrambled egg for a brain. That's fine. And I my mean, dog of, have the same amount of brain power. <laughs> that's fine. My but dog's you, smart as fuck. But does your dog have fucking Tyreek Hill to throw to and Jalen Waddle? No, he's a dog. He can't throw the ball. Oh, and it's a girl. Weird. Well, then she's a bitch. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Exactly. All she does is play with her ball. That's all she does. Well, that's what two is going to do when he gets a little older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a one in four. Come on. Have some damn faith, Raymond. You said this was going to be a positive show. I told you I'm I, crushing I, the Patriots. I'm being real. I'm trying to be all real right. right now. I apologize, but I'm being real. So what yeah, do you I have? Mean, so I, I have them at the first win against the Saints. Where do you see them? I, I first... think they come out two and two. They have that's a two and two say. September. Well, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, two and two. Fair enough. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. Fair enough. All, all right. right. So we 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 kind of touched on this. We go down here. I mean, I interested. We don't have to yeah, Zappy, the practice squad, Cunningham. I mean, he's there. He's nothing but a developmental the piece. Darling. The darling of preseason got cut, brought back. Yeah. I mean, literally what what he's there to do is he's currently being Jalen Hurts at practice for the defense. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's what that's what he is. And then when they go to play, then he's gonna be he's gonna be Josh Allen. He's gonna be Lamar Jackson. He's going to mimic all those things. And maybe they down low, you know, develop him for some plays moving forward. And maybe they get him to a point later in the season where they think he can be the emergency quarterback. And then uh, Zappy's finally actually done. Do you think that he would ever become a wide receiver in this league? No, I don't think so. Do you think that's just think a just flash based the pan? Off of the what all the reporters were saying is that it was just like, it's just bad. Like he didn't like the reports I was reading was he was just like running to a spot. Like he wasn't running a route and that's just not what he's doing. Well, he's like not, he's a quarterback. He was a quarterback. Yeah, at Louisville, was, you know? like, there's obviously been other quarterbacks that have made those transitions, but it just like, wasn't working for him. That wasn't his yeah. skill set. Like obviously just to throw out the obvious comparison of Edelman, but yeah. like he just had that skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it was a good story well, for training camp, at least. Yeah, exactly. And I think one thing, a big positive, uh, only three specialists kept on the team. Oh, fuck no. Do you only think three that, special team aces. The thing that pissed me off when I was reading this is that when they were talking about the wide receivers, let me give you the wide receivers that you gave me. It's Juju Smith-Schuster, Devontae mm-hmm. Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Tyquan Thornton, Demario oh, Douglas, yeah. Kayshawn Booty 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 popping everywhere, and then fucking Matthew Slater. Come I know. The, when they, oh, my God. When they list him as a receiver, I don't know why they do that. It fucking irks me to no end. I can't wait for him to retire after the season. I know. Waste of a fucking roster spot. One other, I I think you could probably say positive sign is Jack Jones hasn't been suspended yet. Training camp is over. 
His hearing is what, the 11th or 12th of well, September? Well, his hearing is officially the 16th of September. 16th, okay. So the league has already gone through and issued um, like rulings on other legal situations that happened in the offseason, such as uh, Tyreek Hills. Are you familiar with his? Mm-hmm. He, uh, just for those who aren't, he slapped the shit out of a waiter in Miami. Uh, and the league him. said that they're not going to, you know, that's that's fine. You know, no, no Dude. problemo. He there'll be no, you know, no action. So if they're already looking at these things, I mean, I don't know if they're going to come out and say that they haven't. Obviously, Tyreek Hill physically struck someone. This is a different situation. But it was a man, wasn't it? It wasn't a female. No, it was a, it was like a waiter that he he slapped. A like, man, cause... a man waiter. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's why. Man, that's why the league doesn't give a, fuck. a man, baby. That's why the league doesn't give a fuck. They don't. They're not yeah. going to oh, pursue no, no, it. They if don't it was a woman, they'd be like, "Oh violence. boy, no, no." They 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 prove no, that's that. fine. That's fine. But the whole but league is about man on man violence. You can't, exactly. can't be hypocritical. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm saying nothing's going to happen. And, and if no one presses charge, you know that guy, you know Tyreek Hill paid this guy off afterwards and probably oh yeah, said, I'm sure. here's here's I'm sure there was whatever you want. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, the, just, the guy. The guy probably got an attorney who reached out to Hill's agent and said, "Listen, you give us twenty five grand, or we're gonna, you know." file a charge you know tyree kill goes okay fine and the guy yeah, okay, the waiter's 25. like god damn it why did here's i 30 you know yeah. what here's 30 because you're a nice guy yeah damn it they should ask for more yeah i know <laughs> Ty- tyree kill just paid more just to be a dick tyree kill is a dick that's what but i would do if i but he's a good football him. player and i would love him on our team yeah i feel like i got screwed with him on a fantasy draft i had to take cooper cup i wasn't happy about it no i wouldn't be happy about that either no, Especially with Matt Stafford real. throwing the ball. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm surprised about? No, no, I'm surprised. So little, we'll open the curtains up to the listeners. We said since Rich isn't here, you're going to write it, uh, two segments. I'll write two segments. Well, mm. I am shocked that you didn't fucking send a college football thing. That I didn't go with that? No, I know. I am well, fucking honestly, when shocked. I saw, I, I saw everything. I figured, I, I mean, ultimately, really, all I wanted, I, I was going to get into the Patriots thing, and I saw you everything that you had. I'm like, this is solid. We yeah. don't need more. But yeah. it's like this this is enough. And especially the past couple of weeks, we've been cutting segments. Well, it won't be anymore because I paid for our unlimited nope. Zoom. Exactly. <laughs> so now suck it, Rich. Yeah, exactly. So uh, exactly. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw it over to myself for headlines now with the obvious one for uh the September first edition there, Bobby, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh the Patriots rested all of their starters for the final preseason game against the Tennessee Titans last Friday and lost 23 to 7. Zap Daddy didn't look great going 8 for 15 for 57 yards and got sacked four times. Uh speaking of said Zap Daddy, he and uh Malik Cunningham were released, Trace Bissorley also leaving as Mac Jones was the only quarterback left in the quarterback room. Nick Folk was traded Tuesday afternoon to the Tennessee Titans for a 7th round pick in 2025. Uh, week one of college football season gets underway this weekend, and the big game of the weekend is the number five LSU Tigers taking on the number eight Florida State Seminoles in Orlando, Florida. The Boston Red Sox are bipolar. Are they good? Are they bad? They don't know, and they're probably going to make the wild card after getting swept by the Houston Astros. And on this day in 1906, the Philadelphia A's beat the Red Sox 4-1 to one in 24 innings in Boston, <clears throat> for the longest game in L- AL baseball history, both starters go the distance as A's hurler Jack Coombs overcomes Boston's Joe Harris. This has been headlines with the obvious one. Back to you, me. All right, Bobby, let's talk a little Celtics. Let's do it. And why no one's fucking talking about this is pissing me off. 
So as we all know, Jalen Brown signed the richest contract in NBA history, $303 million. And then Jet sets over to England to play in Ice Cube's Big Three League. Uh, the Celtics star, fresh off signing that massive contract, became the first active player to participate in the Big Three on Saturday. Brown suited up for Team Big at the Big Three All-Star Game in London. In a 51-42 loss, Brown scored nine points and added five rebounds and two assists. Bobby, here's my question. Why the fuck are the Celtics letting him do this? With all the injury problems like I talked about in my opening take, why are we letting past two seasons? We had uh, Danilo Gallinari going down. Now we had... Uh, Chris stops. Thank you. Going down. I mean, why are we letting this guy go play an exhibition game over in England? Please, please tell me why I shouldn't be mad right now. Well, you can certainly be mad, but what you're forgetting is this is the NBA, which means the players are in charge, my friend. The Celtics <sighs> don't have any power whatsoever to tell Jalen Brown what to do. Now, uh, I have multiple takes on this one, just about three on three basketball in general. Um, one, I mean, Jalen, if you're going to go at least try like you weren't even really like you just went to go like you just wanted to be part of the event. If you can only drop nine in three on three basketball, you're not good. My point is, is when I play three on three basketball, I'm borderline unfucking stoppable. OK, I, my game goes elevates threefold in three on three because I, I at that point, then I, I can't help defense goes away. I can dribble to you face up because I can't dribble particularly well, so I don't have to shield the ball. I can fucking dribble it way over here and no one's going to get it and all of my junk shots can't be defended okay so three on three basketball significantly easier to score so jalen if you can only drop nine i don't i don't know why you got 303 million because i probably could have scored more than that in three on three where would he have been taken in the church league basketball league well uh that's a great question did we do it by captaincy you did do you I think he like would have been the first pick I, I probably wouldn't have been the first pick. No, no, no. If anything, I would have been probably, I think I would have been three. Yeah. Yeah. I mm -hmm. think so. I How remember many teams I was, was there. Uh, I think there was four. I was on the three amigos with you and pie Kush, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were the th three amigos. Yes. I feel time. like, I feel like if in that draft, it probably would have been rich and Pete going one, two. Ah, fucking Pete with that fucking ugly shot. That was so good. I know. So good. I don't, I don't understand how he could do that. Yeah, I know. But that was, a, speaking of three on three, that was a competitive league. I believe we were the champions. So fuck mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no big deal. Nope. No trophies, just pride. That's all. It and, didn't, and wasn't our fourth uh, Adam's little brother? Yeah, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's this what was, I thought. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he ever played either. He was just there. No, because we were like, fuck you. You're not getting on the court, bitch. <laughs> Stand over there. So when I first heard about him going over here, not fucking Mark Morell, I'm talking about Jalen Brown going over to England to play basketball. I thought about Robert Edwards playing in the Beach uh, Pro Bowl. Ooh, Remember yes, when they... it's an app comparison. I mean, tearing his knee up, just to play in the fucking beach league. I mean, do you think the NBA has to do something differently, like with the next collective bargaining agreement? I mean, it... It is a players run league, but the owners yep. could be losing a shit ton of money. So my question is, does the owners try to con uh, concoct some sort of wage so these guys are only playing in NBA games and maybe oh. Olympic games or whatever? From two sides, one, if I was the owner or the team, of course, I don't want them doing anything that could potentially ruin my $300 million investment. So no, 100%, you would want it in contractual language that the only organized basketball you play is for the Boston Celtics in the NBA. 
That's it. Straightforward. But from like a fan perspective, like I'm like, I'm, I'm also okay with it because I want players that like want to play basketball. So if like he likes basketball enough that he kind of like wants to keep playing basketball, like I, I like that. Like I'm, I'm cool with it. Like it, it, you know, we, uh, we worry, I guess one thing about with the NBA we complain about is they don't, they take nights off. They don't want to yeah. play. Like they don't do anything. So if like these guys were like your Gallinari's and your Porzingis's, at least, and now of course these are euros. So that's different. It probably means yeah. more for them to represent Fuck their yeah. country. Like, but if they care about basketball enough to kind of like, want to play basketball like I'm, I'm all right with it but then like of course ultimately then i get pissed when they can't play for the team that i care more about because i don't give a shit about what is it italy and latvia yeah so that's fair enough but oh, if say something were to happen that he did get hurt or he comes out struggling and it's because he's fatigued oh. or he hurt something well, while he was there brat how the Celtics green teamers would be like, it's fine. But the realists would be like, Holy fuck. Like why are we letting them go do this? Why are we it's let them really go? Interesting question, which you, which you've posed here. I I, I like it. Uh, it. It's a good thing. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, it's thank just you. I was taking a shit when I came up with that answer <laughs> question. Thank you. <laughs> it shows, it shows how long it takes you based off of all the words that you put into it here. It well, was yeah, a very wordy thing. I had to Google some of the words to make sure they were fine too, you know, because my spell no, check's not really the greatest. You you know, thank you. I appreciate good. that about everything what needed to be capitalized is capitalized thank you and like the big it's like big three everything is thank is you. thank you it's good that means you were a lot. focused that means it'll see oh, it was really solid positive vibes. so yeah. who do you who do you point the finger at if something were to happen would you point it at the player would you point it at the owner saying why the fuck did you let him go uh ultimately i would point it at the player and said that in this instance with the big three i if it's okay the the world basketball thing going to represent your country different Oh, different with this, different. I would say, um, yeah, Jalen, like, come on, you're playing big three in London with like, you know, I, I don't know who's there, like uh, Lou Williams or is, you know, like, no, no, there's doing? no strip clubs over there. I don't think so. You can't go. I'm sure there there is strip clubs in London. Mm, probably not the greatest. Their teeth are probably all fucked up. Well, I, no, I, I can't imagine. And they probably only serve like fish and chips and warm beer. When I was there, the beer was very warm. Was it? That's like how that. they like it, right? They like it. It's not cold and it's not warm. It's like in the middle. I, no, no. And it's not stale. It's like it's fresh, but it's like I would try and I'm trying to give you like something to describe it. But it's like it, it's just it, it needs to be like just a little bit colder to taste good. But it's like it, it, would, it oh, would be. Oh, like, I know what you're talking about. So like when we're going down on Rich's mother and she squirts, it's like it's not that cold. It's not that hot. It's just right. It is. It's just right. It's just right for those English farts. They love it. They absolutely love it. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. They so are. you did bring it up that this isn't the first time. I mean, Kevin Durant showed up and played at the Rocker, uh, Rutgers Park back in 2011 and, and 20, uh, 2003, the two-time NBA champion. Played for Jay-Z's uh, S. Carter team at Rutgers Park. Lamar Odom, LeBron James, Jamal Crawford, Sebastian Telfair. So these guys are all doing it. And like I said, you know, the CBA is going to come up again. Do you think the owners will have the power over the players who do own this league to do something about this? I don't think this is the battle that they're going to want to fight. I think that they have other battles. They probably want to address before this. All I got to say is Jalen, you better come out fucking swinging this season, because if you don't, those boo birds from the 300 section are going to have you fucking crying back into the locker room. 
because you yeah. are making the most money in NBA history. You got to lead by example and you better go out there and fucking do something. Yeah. Big three. It's too bad. It's too bad. I got to find myself a three on three league. I'll tell you what, Ray. Three on three basketball. That's the way to go. Half court. Yeah. You don't have to run. No sprinting. No, no I don't want to do that. I want to play half court. Yeah. I'm a problem in three where on three. Picks, where picks are like mandatory. You got to pit. That's the only way you're going to oh, get lots open. of picks running off. Oh, picks. my Absolutely. God. And there's nothing like what you just take when you go from offense to defense immediately. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Right around. You're playing defense. Obviously, you have to, where would you uh, clearance pass half court? I mean, pass the three point line, obviously. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. clear. There's none of that yeah. shit. Yeah. And if you airball it, you still got to clear it. I fucking hate that rule where you airball it and people are like, oh, easy points. Yeah. Like, you no. put it back in. No, that's not. Wh- no, what is that? No. That's, that's that's like some child's play. Stuff. That's child's yeah, exactly. play. No, you got to clear the ball. This is a if men's you clear league. it in two seconds. Bing, boom, right back and forth. I'll live with it. Yeah. But no, none of that cheap shit. All right. Quick break. Quick break. And we'll talk uh, Bobby's favorite sport, baseball. Baseball with the Japanese guy. Uh, The Japanese guy that you're speaking of is Shohei Itani, who is going to be a half billion dollar player. But nay, nay, because he needs Tommy John surgery once again. So uh, basically, Bobby, I don't know if you've heard. You must hear. You've heard. Okay. So yeah, Shohei Itani is the biggest name on the... uh, in baseball right now. And he was on the trade block at the uh, LB deadline before traded him. Should have traded him. The angels ultimately pulled him off the trade talks. News broke last Thursday that Shohei needs Tommy John surgery for the second time, which the list of guys that have come back from this, not one, but two surgeries is a very, very short list. The only guy that I can think of is Nathan Avaldi, who pitched for the Red Sox. Now he's down in Texas. Uh, You know, He's having a great season, but he wasn't great all the time. You know, you have a comeback season or whatever. Uh, the Angels really did fuck this whole situation up in multiple ways. Obviously, Otani was having cramping in his fingers and declined imaging on his elbow after taking what his management earlier uh, with talking with his management earlier this year. With probably some of the best trainers and doctors in the country and being 10 games out of the final wild card spot. Why would they put him out there to pitch knowing all of this, Bobby? Uh, well, it was my understanding that the Angels were going all in, correct? Correct. That's what they were doing. They were putting their best player out there. So that's what they did. But they were saying that he had this cramping and they knew about it in his fingers. You have the best doctors. Like, me and you will never see these types of doctors because we don't have the kind of money to afford this shit. Why wouldn't they just be like, all right, the cramping is I also causing... don't complain when I get a finger cramp. Not me either. Well, well sometimes... But yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like they should know that that's caused by inflammation in the elbow. That the your, your UCL is fucked up, and you're gonna need surgery again. So why would? And you're out of the you're out of the wild card. You're ten games back. You went on this massive losing losing streak after the deadline. Rest him. Just put him out there. Let him win the fucking home run title because that's all he's doing right now. This is another really good question that you've posed. This individual. This is was my poop to- number two. This is it, my sh- number two. It, well, listen, when when you're shitting, you should um, contemplate geopolitics because you're coming with some very interesting Thank you. Thank you. things here. So because this this player was set to be to get the richest contract in sports history by far. Oh, well, 
I don't think sports history, MLB history for sure. Maybe American sports history. Yes. Who would have had a richer contract than his? Oh, like... fucking Ronaldo probably does okay. with the you're, blood okay. money over the there. The richest you know? American sports contract. Yeah, you're go. right. Not not some of these European soccer's. Like, have you have you heard that uh, the this Saudi team is trying to pay uh, Mo Salah 190 million a year? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Utter insanity. And you but, hear Yada said he'd go over there and play for him. He's like, hey, you guys want me to come play basketball? I'll go over there and play basketball. <laughs> yeah. Well, so didn't Draymond Green. He said, do the Saudis have a basketball league? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got to get paid, man. You're not going to be playing I, in the NBA forever, you know, with that kind of money. I, I mean, I don't play. If one of those guys, like I said, they've they've done their time. If they just want to collect some cash, yeah, go for it. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah but would you put about that? Yeah. Back to my question. Would you? I, I mean, if you're the the answer, he's too important would probably be it, which is where it gets to the point where you have this guy where he's so important. He's such an asset. He's everything. He's so many things that you end up just like treating him with kid gloves. And maybe that's what they were thinking is that you can't do it. But like just with pitchers, like it, I don't know, like if there's any soreness with pitchers, it's just like you almost it's like an immediate like three week rest like. That's my simple understanding of baseball. Like I'm obviously no big pro. I kind of understand the way things work, but this guy was such an asset for their team from like a, a marketing perspective, not just baseball, but like having Mike Trout, having Otani and like him being like this, like there hasn't been any other player, obviously, since going back to Babe Ruth, that was the best pitcher and the best hitter. Yeah. That's what I couldn't think of anyone. I was like, ask. I was gonna ask Bill, be like, "Hey, is there some guy that I'm not thinking of?" I think Babe Ruth is the guy. That that yeah, like there, there, there's been baseball players that have been played other sports, like yeah. obviously your Deion Sanders, your Bo Jacksons, but like there's there's no n- no one that was a pitcher and a hitter, and no. not only Otani's fucked this up, the player has. Like, I don't know if he has like. Does it has poor representation with him being that he is of uh, that he's Japanese and like they don't understand like the culture and the situation or I have no idea. Yeah. But to let himself get injured in this manner prior to his contract, if he was sore, he should have said, I'm not fucking pitching. Yeah, because he's probably cost himself two hundred fifty million dollars. Right. I'm not like, oh, I think it's gonna be more than that. I think it's going to be way more than that. We'll get into it a little bit, but I think it's going to be way more. Every, they're both huge losers. Like, cause he could still, he could still theoretically play the field. He could, he could DH with, he does DH. Could, That's all he does. He could That's, hit. So he does, he's not ever in the field. He's always a DH right now. That's it. Exactly. So he, he could still contribute towards the team, which he's leading the MLB. I believe as of right now, still leads the AL in home runs. So yes, he yeah. still contributes. So, uh, it, it, it's just an utter mishandling, but by all parts, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know why he would be allowed to pitch. It's just like the question it's in reverse to the other thing. Why is Why is Jalen Brown being allowed to play? And I'm saying, why is he being allowed to pitch? And there's no, we, we don't, the, the two very interesting scenarios here. The first, the thing that he already had Tommy John series. So wouldn't you know, like, okay, this is kind of how it was before the tightness in my fucking uh, elbow, my fingers cramping. Mm. Like this. That's, a, that's, a, that, that's another strong point. If he's already, if he's had this same element before, wouldn't he heed the warning signs? Yeah. Especially early in the season that this has been happening. Why wouldn't you have your management say, Hey, or have them talk to the GM and be like, Hey, we don't want to risk Maybe it was a further. language barrier. He said it in Japanese. And mm. then, you know, 
The manager's like, I need you to say in English. She's like, just get him on the fucking mound. Yeah, just a little pitch. Okay, every six days instead of five. Every six, yeah, okay? Exactly. How's that sound? You need one day off? Yeah, here's some Fine. sushi. Get Here you go. Fucking mound. Yeah. So, yeah, like we've been saying, though, the Angels have failed with Mike Trout. You know, he was supposed to be the – he's the best player in the MLB, but they just never marketed him that way, you know. He, but now Otani's going to be that another failed uh, superstar that they've had. Uh, Otani is a generational player, like we both said. You need Bill to uh, really. I said that already. Uh, so yeah, he was gonna get something north of five hundred million dollar contract. Uh, how many years? No one knows. Probably eight to ten. So he, with this new injury, and he's just gonna be a DH. So take the pitching out. Just a DH player who could lead the home run uh, league in home runs. Uh, I'm giving you the GM hat, Bobby. As a Red Sox GM, Excellent. would you ever offer Otani a deal and how much? So here's some comparable uh, comparable players and contracts since he will just be 29 and a DH. That's it. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, 40 years old. He makes $32 million a year. Uh, Stanton over in New York, he's 33. He makes $32 million a year. Otani's 28 as of now. He only makes $30 million a year. And Jose Abreu, who's 36, makes 19. All these guys are DHs. Sometimes play the field, but majority, majority. Oh my God! Say it for me. The what? They just play in the. Uh, they just do DH. They, that's all they DH, do. DH. Gotcha. DH only. Designated so, hitters. Sometimes they go on the field, but mostly they're just DHs. So yeah, put your uh, GM hat on. You're the Red Sox GM. Would you offer Otani a deal, knowing that he has to get Tommy John surgery? Probably won't be pitching till 2025. Now, just a DH. And how much money would you offer him if you did? I absolutely would want him because I would want the Boston Red Sox to become the seven samurai. Uh, so I mm -hmm. would essentially continue to bring all that talent over that I could. And either way, the, the Red Sox just need talent. So if, if, the, if he could come there, of course I would, what money would I offer him? I, I, I don't know. I don't know baseball money like that. So I, I, I couldn't tell you, but my, my answer would be, yeah, yes. So thirty million dollars a year is what he's making now. So times sure. eight, twenty-four million dollars. Uh, two hundred forty million dollars. Theoretically, so basically, you're saying are you paying that to the best hitter in the league, which is my understanding that he is. So mm -hmm. that seems like something I would do. But would you offer him that? Oh, knowing that he won't be pitching probably until twenty twenty-five. Do you think he can yes, get north? Because so if he, what I'm saying is, if he does do start pitching later, that, then you though. have him on the cheap. But do you if think he he's going to get north of that pitching. because his management can be like, hey, 2025, he's pitching again after the surgery. Because I think he's still going to be out a little a, a little bit of time. Deal. I don't know. Even I, if he never pitches again and just goes to be a field player, he's worth the contract because oh, he's, he's the best field player. Yeah, I got you. Still losing $260 million. What because would you of, do? I'd fucking pay him. I'd pay yeah. him whatever. I'd be, taught, I'd be in a bidding war. Whatever team, fucking, I'd be one dollar over Bob. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> you want a three hundred million? I'll give Bob you Barker. three. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob Barker. Three hundred million and one dollar to you, Shohei, if you come here. Mm. I just think he's that type of player. Even though he's going to be twenty nine, he probably still has ten years left in the league. Fucking hitting still, and if he can keep up that, yeah, absolutely. Baseball's not that hard. They don't even run much. They just kind of stand there. I just think there's going to be more teams into it now. Now that there's, he's only going to be paid. $240 million instead of that $500 million. I think you're going to see other teams get into the mix and that's not sure. good for any, uh, for Red Sox because he wants to stay out West. So Mariners could be in the mix. Now giants will be in the mix. 
Dodgers will be in the mix. They could probably afford him now. So it's going to be a bidding war for Shohei uh, come season end. And my last point with this. Oh, go ahead. What? No, I was going to say it's one big hypothetical because the Red Sox are never going to do this. No, because they want to save money and build that farm system. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically the Angels Angels had a trade. uh, They had him on the trade block. And basically fucked this all up because if you knew that he had soreness and probably wasn't going to pitch again, uh, you could have had a plethora of fucking draft picks back and players and your farm system could have been uh, probably best in the league because all the big name teams were in on them uh, from the Yankees to the Dodgers, the Padres, Giants and Mariners. Like I said, uh, you could have just set yourself up with uh, probably five years of talent, you know, coming into the big leagues. But yet you just left him here and now he's hurt. And now he's just going to DH. So who's the bigger idiot here? Is it the Angels or Shohei? Because as you said, sorry. So as you said, Shohei, you're blaming Shohei for going out there and pitching with the whole language barrier. So that's why I said, who's the bigger idiot? Yeah, I'm still uh, I'm going to say it's difficult to say that the Angels should have fucking traded this guy when he's the best player. It wouldn't without knowing what their offer was. But like, I just don't know how him or his reps could allow him this to happen especially you made an excellent point didn't even think of it how does he not know how this is feeling exactly the same like last time yeah yeah but it's obviously just that samurai spirit that he just kept going kamikaze spirit just fucking go to the end baby and that's what he did yep so yeah i think shohei is the biggest idiot here out of all this because you just lost out on probably 260 million dollars maybe a little less but we'll just call it that so, yeah, this is uh, going to be an interesting offseason because the guy could have made a half a billion dollars, and now he's not going to do that. So uh, any last final words, Bobby? No? Covered it all? No, no. That's it. I think we uh, we nailed it. Perfect. Quick break. Simple Minds of the Week. Hmm. Bobby, I'll let you lead because obviously Excellent. you always lead the, with the uh, New York Post because that's your Absolutely. favorite uh, news source. So, please, My file first- me. Question to you is, did you did you open the article and view it? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So now when we say simple minds, this is what we mean. So there's a, a family in Turkey that walks on all four legs. Scientists are actually saying that they shouldn't exist <laughs> and that they have actually evolved backwards, people, backwards. So these guys, now the bear crawl, you may have heard of this. It's an exercise. It's it's a very tough exercise. Yeah. You, you literally, you walk on all fours. Don't know if you've ever done it. It's very difficult to do after like 30 seconds of it, you're tired. These people bear crawl all the time. Okay. They, they're savages. They must be like strong like bears, but that, they're showing that's showing them that on they the, do. they show them on the beach too. So, you know, the, <clears throat> that, that terrain is way harder to do that. I, I know. Look at it look at the look in their eyes like they just they're they're looking for a fucking problem. Now, they're okay. back. I'm not being mean when I say this, but their back reminds me of Josh Durkis. <laughs> that hump on that back. My goodness. They do have a Quasimodo uh, theme to them. Yeah. So uh, now scientists, they, they have concluded that one said, I never expected that even under the most extraordinary scientific fantasy that modern human beings could return to an animal state. Um, one scientist has said, so we do have, uh, in the word of simple minds, we have, we've found some that are actually, we're going backwards people, but I understand we're not going is... forwards. Uh, AI is not taking over yet. We will not, uh, we're, be pushed into the simulation just yet. We're actually going back into the stone age in Turkey. So that's but it's just a family. It's not like it's a whole community. It's just a family. 
It's just a family, but that's how it starts, Ray, with one. You don't think that they're going to go around and be the dominant species in Turkey, and then that guy, he's going to go around, start four, uh, you know, four no, bear you know crawling why? around, banging you all know- the... He's going to bang everything on two legs, and then all his kids are going to start bear crawling around Turkey. They're going you know to take why? over. You know why? Because why? all I do is go knee-deep in the water, and that guy will drown. He will drown, and that's how I'm going to defeat this uh, new species. I'll tell you Come what. Come on. Chess it's- versus checkers, bitch. Yep, exactly. 3D chess they're playing out there. And I'm going to win. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. Bobby, I raise you your fucking mutant turkey people to uh, <laughs> football in Georgia as an Atlanta area high school football coach was arrested after punching one of his players in the stomach on the sideline during game. Uh, this disgusting act occurred during the first quarter of the Mays High School versus Douglas County High School football game at Henderson Stadium in Georgia. Uh, the Peachtree uh, TV broadcast captured assistant coach in his player's face before decking the boy with his right to the gut. <laughs> the player, a junior defensive back, uh, Max, uh, according to Max Preps, he back up, uh, sucker punched, and appeared to hunch over in pain as the coach continued to yell at him. Bobby, with today's day and age, why are any of these guys doing this shit? You know anything you do is going to get recorded and put on social media or TMZ, and the fuck, your life's over. They're just going to air out all your dirty laundry. So why would you do this kind of thing? Uh, because he ends up on this show. That's why. He is a simple mind. He's obviously not fully aware of these things. And uh, the world needs ditch diggers, Ray. That's well, that just is what it is. My God. But it reminded me of, like, so you didn't play soccer, our, nope. Like we had Tim Bruso and he didn't hit us, but the stuff he would say would hurt my soul. <laughs> you know, like nowadays, like that shit wouldn't happen. Like he, I remember he threw a boom box. We used to have this boom box in our little uh, shed area where we'd all have team meetings and shit. And he threw that motherfucking thing so far and so hard that almost hit Ryan Mayo in the head. Like that's 2020, uh, 2002, like that nowadays, like he would probably have a lawsuit on his ass. Like the oh, yeah. shit that we used to deal with back in the day. I remember oh, Mark seriously. Chamberlain. I mean, do you, do you remember you remember Mr. Hayes? Oh. Coach Hayes? We, literally, our Raymond High School coaches were walking stereotypes of, of coaches back in the day. I remember in middle school when uh, one of the practices, I'm pretty sure I was in, I was in eighth grade, I think. And he was the, the middle school coach. And, yeah. and then out of practice, um, he, the, the term he used was, uh, he was as happy as a blind queer walking backwards in a hot dog factory. And, <laughs> and then one of the sixth graders on the team, I believe it was Frank, uh, went by and blurted that out, uh, in school. Yeah. And of course, Hayes's wife was a teacher there and then went back and told Hayes. Then that night when we got to practice, he of course immediately said that he knew about this and said, we were all going to run until he sweat blood. I have, a, I have a good Hayes story. Yeah. So we were all freshmen and we were playing a game and I don't remember the team sucked that we played against. So like all of us were like on the bench and Chris Hayes, mom was there on the sidelines and Tony Reese. You remember Tony Reese? Yeah. He would say some stuff about Chris Hayes, mom, and we would all chime in, you know, freshman boys just being freshman boys. Well, word got back to him and he pulled us all aside at one practice and goes, Hey, Listen, I was in the army. I know people. 
you guys talk about my wife like that again, things are going to happen. I'm just telling you. And I'm sorry that I married a woman like that and your father's married pigs like your mother's. And we're like, it was traumatizing to us. I just remember being fucking traumatized. I'm like, my mother's a fucking pig. Like, are you serious? At first, I thought I hadn't heard this story before. First, you've never heard like, this first, story. I'm like, oh, oh wow, that God. was just like a really nice threat. He's just like, no, you know, I just know no. people. And then nope. he went for it. Yeah. He went for the. He went right for the fucking throat. He's like, eh, at least I didn't Not marry him. Not only did he insult your mother, he also insulted <laughs> your father. Yeah, yeah, double whammy. It's like, who do? What the <laughs> fuck do I have to live for now? You got both of them, double fucking decker oh, right that's there, fantastic. dude. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, that was, like, the most uncomfortable, like, five minutes of just verbal abuse I've ever had in my life. And the mother jokes haven't stopped since. (laughs) Nope, nope. That's why I can live with it. No, that's why I can live with it. You couldn't even get that done, yeah. Yeah, I guess you didn't threaten him well enough because it hasn't fucking stopped. Nope, keeps going, (laughs) baby. It just keeps on. You only reinforced it. No, that's what I have. So, like, every time, like, Rich and Bill and you fucking make a mother joke, up your game, boys, because Hayes fucking yeah. dominated it. Yep. So that's it. Yeah. No, it just it made me go down to like a whirlwind of those kind of stories because I have more, but I don't want to bore you. But back in the day, those coaches, God, we had a dandy of a time with those guys. We certainly did. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. Bobby, yeah. this was fun. Agreed. Very positive. No negativity. No yelling. Yeah. No high pitched voices. Exactly. It's been nice. So this has been Headlines, September 1st. Uh, We'll be back next week, and maybe Rich will join us. Uh, Happy birthday to Rich's second daughter, too, uh, Addie. It was her birthday today. So Happy birthday. birthday. And my daughter's birthday is on Saturday. So, Lena, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. (sighs) Thank you, Bobby. Double happy birthdays. It's going to be a fucking weekend. I'm going to drink a lot. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Like, kids' birthdays, oh, just the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) How, How old? She'll be six. So we're going to a trampoline park because uh, Kelly refuses to have a party here anymore because last year I yelled at one of the kids and she doesn't want to have it at the house anymore. The trampoline park. We've had the trampoline park birthdays before. Those aren't too bad, though. Those are no. like you don't really have to do anything. They just go like jump out and then you go in the room and do the thing. And then exactly. It's like, and no one has to clean up. They do it all. Exactly. And then it's over. It's over. It's well worth it. So the those money. ones like at those big places, like they really aren't too, too bad. I hate it having it at my house. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. We had a fucking, uh, what was that? Bouncy jump house. house, bouncy house. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Never again. Never again. Waste of money. I don't I even think my daughter went in it. I think she went in it like twice out of like the whole day that we had it. Yeah. I know it is. It's it's a lot of work at the house. There's just kids running around everywhere. It's like it creates all this fucking anxiety. Yep. And I am not well with anxiety. I don't deal with it well. So <laughs> fucking kids. They're the worst. They are the worst, but that's why I drink. So, yep, is what it is. All right, Bobby. I'll see you uh, next week. I will see you then, Raymond. Oh, oh till then, till then, because uh, Thursday night football next week too. So that'll be interesting. Yep, Thursday night football will be kicking off. We got college football this week, and then that's oh, the Bobby show Bukaki. right before quickly, season. quickly. How what what's your plans for Saturday? What 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 what's your day look like for Saturday college football? This Saturday, well, this Saturday, I'll, I'll I'll sit there, I'll watch Michigan, and then after that, maybe I'll get into whatever else I need to get into. But this is, uh, I'm ready for football, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, this is our time. Absolutely, I, I'm I'm trying to go to at least one or two games this year. So we'll nice, see. nice. Yeah, 
You ever been to like one of the big? I know, I know you've obviously been to a bunch of uh-uh. NFL games. You ever been to a? Big Never been to a college game? one. Nope. It is, in different. my opinion, it's way it's it's so much better. It's just a different energy, different atmosphere. Like I will, the, the yeah. um, like obviously the pro games, like they're fun. Like the tailgates are cool, but it, it's a little bit more like angry at the yeah. games. Obviously, oh, yeah. like these games, it's it's like it's a little bit more like collegiate. It's more <laughs> like uh, well, you chose to go to that school, so that's why like people are like, oh, well, this see, is like you just go to like any of these other things. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Like yeah. especially if you go to like the big ones, like if you go to like the, like a Michigan or like a Penn State, like that, yeah. like one of those schools. Yeah. Oh my god, it's crazy. When we first started the show, we declared that we were West Virginia fans just because of, you know, West Virginia, the you know, the rap they got down there and kind of thing. So we were talking about going to one and then fucking COVID. Obviously, shit hit the fan, so it didn't happen. But, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to go check out a college game. That's like on a to-do list. So Absolutely. All right. Well, you enjoy. I'll uh, have to bring you. Enjoy your Big Ten bring, football I, I, tomorrow. We have quite the tailgate set up. We're pretty solid at it. Well, you let us know, and I'll fucking I'll make a trip out there to Michigan. All right, all right, we'll do it. All right, fair enough. All right, until Bye, then, Bobby. Raymond. Bye.